0: I'm so excited. We have our next host in the room. And so Matt Curry is here with me. Hi, Matt.
1: Hi, Annie. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. It's a beautiful morning, is oh, it not? It's
1: just gorgeous.
0: It is. It is. And that number to call is 470 508 1160. 470 508 1160. Or you can go to thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button.
1: Hey, I am so humbled to be here. I am excited about our topic which is of course going to be catholic vote but before we get started into anything uh, i'd like to open with a prayer Uh, we've been in an extraordinary time from my perspective and i think everybody would agree so i have the uh the prayer from pope francis and it's it's intended to help us get through this covid19 extraordinary time and it goes like this oh mary In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, O Mary, you shine continuously on your journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick, who, at the foot of the cross, were united with Jesus' suffering and persevered in your faith. Protect, Protect us of the Roman people, you know our needs, and we know that you will provide, so that as as at Cana in Galilee, joy and celebration may return after this time of trial. Help us, Mother of divine love, to conform ourselves to the will of the Father and do what Jesus tells us. For he took upon himself our suffering and burdened himself with our sorrows to bring us, through the cross, to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We fly to your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from every danger, every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. I think we can all use a a little bit of of God's inter, inter, interaction. Um, I want to give a quick overview of who I am. So I, my name is Matt Curry. I am a member of the the St. Bridget Catholic Church in Johns Creek. However, I'm tied to a community of believers in North Georgia. I was a member at St. Benedict when Mons- uh, Father Joe Corbett, now Monsignor Joe Corbett, started a mission in Johns Creek. And of course, he is now Monsignor Joe Corbett of St. Jude. So we're all tied together. And I, this is a shout out to everybody to call in at 470 470- We're here to raise funds for uh, Catholic Radio in Atlanta. We've got over 1.2 million Catholics in our listening area and over three million souls that can be evangelized through our word, so please call in. In fact, I believe, Annie, we have a $5,000 match this hour. We
0: do, and we've got to take advantage of that, guys. $5,000 is huge for Catholic Radio.
1: What's that number again? 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160,
0: 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or go online to thequestatlanta.com and click the donate button.
1: We are, uh, we are blessed to have an individual with us as our guest this hour. And he is a, he's the president of Catholic Vote. His name is Brian Birch. And Brian runs an organization that really should be at the forefront of all of our thoughts right now as we vote our conscience. As we go forward in this extraordinary time and in, in this very, very meaningful election. So, uh, Annie, have we got Brian on the line?
2: We sure do. Hello, Brian. Good morning to you all in Atlanta. I'm up in Chicago and wonderful to be with you this morning.
1: Good morning, Brian. It's great to, great to have you on. Uh, can you give us a little background about Catholic Vote?
2: Absolutely. Well, we were founded in 2008 And our primary purpose and mission is to inspire every Catholic in America to live out their faith in public life and to live out the truths of the faith in public life. And what we saw was that when it comes to politics or when it comes to uh, elections and, and legal advocacy, that too often Catholics were left behind. You know, we all are familiar with various interest groups, whether it be groups that represent gun owners, or groups that represent environmental interests, or groups that represent all sorts of causes, that too often Catholics were not represented at the table, and no one was speaking out for them, in part because our bishops and priests, and often rightfully, are reluctant to do so. They don't want to necessarily confuse the salvific mission of the Church with the temporal Uh, goods of this world, which are goods that are politics, but politics, let's just face it, is messy. Uh, And Catholics need, uh, the Vatican II called on lay Catholics to lead this charge, and so we founded Catholic Vote, and we are now over 500,000 members. We're one of the largest, if not the largest, Catholic lay organization. We help educate, we help mobilize, we help turn out voters, uh, and of course, if the election is several weeks away, uh, this is, as they say, prime time for us.
1: And where, where can somebody go to get more information about Catholic Vote?
2: Sure. Of course, our website is the best resource, catholicvote.org. Uh, we publish a, monthly, uh, a morning newsletter uh, called The Loop to keep Catholics in the loop, and it includes five or six of the top stories of the day, both in the Church and in politics as well as the daily readings and usually something a little more lighthearted and, and fun or inspirational. And so that's the primary way most people stay in contact with us.
1: Great. Thank you. You know, <clears throat> Brian, it's, it's uh, an extraordinary time, and this is maybe one of the most important elections we'll, we'll see, in, at least in our lifetimes. Now, what, are the, what are the biggest issues from your perspective right now, and where is your focus in terms of getting Catholics to pay attention?
2: Sure. Well, those are really two different questions. What are the biggest issues? Well, for us as Catholics, we say, well, we don't get to make up the biggest issues, right? We are servants of the truth. Even the Church itself, our bishops in communion with the Holy Father are servants of the created order in which God made that we are called to live in communion with. And, of course, our bishops tell us very clearly, in communion with the Holy Father, that the single most, and this is their word, preeminent issue is the issue of life. And sometimes I think Catholics get confused that somehow we are single-issue voters, or we only care about this one thing, or that we disproportionately emphasize this over others. That's entirely untrue. The reason that that issue and the sanctity of life is preeminent, as our bishops tell us, is because without the right to life, we have no other rights. And more importantly, the destruction of innocent human life, the treating of an unborn innocent child as a disposable thing that's subject to choice, that's essentially uh, whatever we want to do uh, is okay, imbues our society at its earliest stages with a selfishness, with a consumerism, with an individualism that then infects every single other issue. Now, how can we possibly, for example, say that we should recycle or treat the environment well? if we treat the most precious gift of life, a human child, as disposable. And so to us, the single most preeminent issue in communion with our bishops and obedience to our Church is the sanctity of life. Now, in terms of Catholics, they are clearly focused on a whole set of issues. There's a lot of issues at stake in this election, including the right to life. Just last night, one of the candidates said that he would legislatively impose Roe v. Wade on the entire country. Uh, we, of course, find that abhorrent and absolutely objectionable, and and clearly uh, Catholics need to understand that. But the economy, the response to coronavirus, um, I think are the two top issues we're seeing that most people are concerned about. They want health and safety, and they also want uh, real life to return as soon as possible. Uh, If you're out of work, they want to get back to work. Uh, And so I think those are Kind of the big issues that we are focused on right now among Catholics.
1: Well, thank you, Brian.
0: All right, guys. Well, we've got to take a quick break, but before we do that, we just got our first station founder for this drive. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Madeline B. from Birmingham, and Matt gets to ring that bell because we got a station guardian. So woo! That's. Great! That's incredible. And we want to hear from you next. So 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. And just hang tight. We're going to go to a quick break and we'll be back with more from Brian and Matt after this break. So stay tuned.
3: Hello, I'm Father Reto Davids. This is my favorite prayer. As a conventual Franciscan, it means a lot because St. Francis himself wrote it. It's the prayer before the crucifix. So let us pray. Most High, Glorious God, enlighten the darkness of my heart, and give me true faith, certain hope, perfect charity, sense and knowledge, Lord, that I may carry out your holy and true command. Amen.
4: Atheists often argue they don't need to give reasons for their position because they simply lack a belief in God, the assumption being theists alone have the burden of proof. But is this rational? The answer is no, and here's the reason. Atheism can't simply be a lack of belief. Dogs lack belief in God, but that doesn't make dogs atheists. Atheism makes a claim about the world. Namely, God doesn't exist. As such, atheists, along with theists, must shoulder the burden of proof. Even if an atheist says he simply hasn't found any good evidence for God, he would still have to prove why the evidence theists give for God is not good evidence. No matter how an atheist looks at it, he can't sit the sidelines when it comes to defending his position on the question of God's existence. I'm Carlo Brusard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers. Catholic.com
3: The Quest presents A Daily Dose of Virtue with Jay Tremonti from Venture with Virtue. Defining moments, we all have them. Bill Hanslick shared his with me that led to playing in the NBA, the most difficult moment when he was let go from his dream job as NBA coach and where he is today, which is the happiest place of his career, running a nonprofit. Bill didn't see it at the time, but now looking back, he admits none of it would have happened without God. This can happen to us as well. Have you looked back lately? Have you identified your defining moments? Without recognizing God in the past, it's hard to trust Him in the present. If we want to grow in the virtue of faith, it's essential to practice trusting God. The more we trust God, the more we say yes to Him with our mind and our will, and the more we grow in faith and live the good life on the path to heaven. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com.
0: Our reading from Psalm 63, verses 5 through 9. I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands, calling on your name. My soul shall savor the rich banquet of praise. With joyous lips my mouth shall honor you. When I think of you upon my bed, through the night watches, I will recall that you indeed are my help, and in the shadow of your wings I shout for joy. My soul clings fast to you, your right hand upholds me. it's time to get your pledge in for our live in the spirit pledge drive as a 100 listener supported station the quest relies on your donations to stay on the air tune in october 6 through 8th from 9 a.m to 1 p.m and 4 to 6 p.m as local clergy and parishioners share inspiring stories of living in the holy spirit while raising much needed funds you can show your support now and even dedicate your donation to a specific host or guest Visit thequestatlanta.com to see the pledge drive schedule and to donate, or call 470-508-1160. Help others live in the spirit through the Quest by calling 470-508-1160 today.
3: Some atheists attack the faith by propping up a ridiculous idea that no one actually has about God, and then knocking that idea down. (laughs) Many proponents of atheism claim that we Christians believe in a God that's like a mythological creature flying around in space. The lead atheist Richard Dawkins has famously said that we might as well believe in a flying spaghetti monster. And an atheist Russian cosmonaut is credited with looking around in space and saying, well, I'm here, and I don't see God anywhere. Friends, that would be like Frodo reaching the summit of Mount Doom and saying, I'm here looking around and there's no evidence of J.R.R. Tolkien anywhere. Uh, Frodo, you're in the story. Christians don't believe in a mythological creature flying around in space. We believe in a God who's the source of all creation, a God who is existence itself. He's not some powerful being in creation. All creation is in him. As St. Paul penned, in him we live, we move, and have our being. That's what we mean when we say God. This is Chris DeFanik from ReallifeCatholic.com.
0: Ladies, are you having trouble conceiving? Are you looking to regulate your cycles and balance your hormones? RHM Gynecology focuses on the root cause of your symptoms. Start feeling better and stay healthy longer. More information at RHMGYN.com.
1: Welcome back. We're talking with Brian Birch, who is the president of Catholic Vote. But before we get back to our discussion with Brian, uh, Annie, tell us a little bit about that station guardian where we just got to ring the bell.
0: Yeah. So a station guardian is someone, a leadership giver who's donating $100 per month. And this group of supporters, they are protectors of our mission. And, you know, by making that gift, you can make the quest a part of your Catholic legacy. And become a member of the station by becoming a station guardian. Additionally, the new station guardians who contribute a hundred dollars a month or more will receive a beautiful rosary that cannot be found anywhere, but on this pledge drive, these rosaries are not only beautiful, but they've been touched to an actual piece of the cross of Jesus Christ. And you can You just don't want to miss that. It's an amazing rosary. And the Quest is excited to offer these rosaries while they last. There's only nine. So you definitely want to get those donations in early. Um, But you also, if you become a monthly donor of $25 per month or a dollar a day club member or one-time gifts of $200 or more and station guardians are included in this, you become a member of the St. Gabriel society and these Folks are also a part of our Quest Coffee Club. So it's a new thing, We you're gonna get a coffee mug that has the Quest logo on it and everything, and it's really perfect for those mornings that you're listening to Father John Ricardo here on the Quest.
1: <laughs> well guys, this is again the, the the Live in the Spirit Pledge Drive and we do have matching funds this hour. So if you want to call in and be a dollar a day giver, that that dollar a day turns into $2 a day. So thank you for your support. And again, that number is 470-508-1160. Again, we're talking with Brian Birch, who's president of Catholic Vote. Brian, I feel like this is so foremost in people's minds because there's been a very divisive environment that we've been living in. Uh, what can we as good Catholics do to help I guess settle the divide
2: right well this is a very good question it's probably the question I get asked most this at this time what can I possibly do uh, the the obvious answer and the reason for all of us uh, on this earth is to is to pray to offer any uh, all that we are doing all that's happening in our world offer it to God and lay it in his hands and and know that He has a plan, and in his eternal wisdom, which is often not our plan, that uh, this the answers will be will be given, and and we merely need to ask him for that. Of course, as Catholics, we also believe that grace builds upon nature, and so we have to practice those natural virtues or pray and work, as our saints tell us. And so, there are some practical things that, and it begins actually in your own family and parish. And what most people don't realize is that among mass-attending Catholics, and we've done a lot of research in this, among mass-attending Catholics, as much as 25% or more are either irregular voters or non-voters uh, completely. And this comes as a shock to a lot of people. They don't realize, at least when we used to be able to attend mass in person regularly, when you'd look around uh, uh, your your church uh, on Sunday morning, that that a quarter of those people um, do not regularly vote or do not vote at all. Um, now, the general population is even worse, and so Catholics are slightly better. But the point is this. We don't need to try to go in three weeks before an election, try to convert someone who is totally hostile to everything we believe. What you need to do is find the people that already agree with you or are inclined to believe, uh, uh, agree with you, and just get them to vote. And the single best thing you can do is to personally ask them to pledge to vote. And a lot of research has been done in this regard. If you personally ask someone to do something, the likelihood of them following through on that is much, much higher than, say, a mailing or a TV ad or all the various things we're we're hearing. Is that, you know, the, the sacramental reality of our existence, that our personal presence and voice matters. And so what I would urge all of your listeners to do is to make a point between now and the election to call 10 people, 10 or maybe even text them if you're nervous about uh, reaching out. You don't need to mention candidates. You don't need to mention issues. It's very easy. And ask them, will you personally pledge to vote? I need to know you're committed to voting. And more importantly, will you also reach out to three or five or 10 other people so that we can get maximum turnout among Catholics? We can't uh, we can't win elections with a quarter of Catholics uh, sitting out, uh, sitting them out. You know, we, Catholics are a significant voting bloc. We're nearly a quarter of the entire electorate. And in some of the swing states we're as much as 30%. And so it's very, very important that we get uh, in, a, in an election like we expect, where we're going to see record turnout. We, we may see the highest turnout ever in an American election uh, that Catholics represent uh, themselves uh, in large, large numbers, and that nobody nobody sits at home
1: well, it sounds like we 've got a model for our fellow Catholics how to how to behave, and voting is a as an absolute necessity i it, it, you, the numbers you just spoke of, Brian, were uh, astounding to me i i I think that uh, if everybody that 's listening could take up. Uh, your suggestion and get out, get out their friends to commit to vote and then have them get out with their community to get out to vote. We would all be much better off and much better represented.
2: That's right. Well, you look at, you turn on the TV or look at social media, the advertising. I, I was just at the mall last weekend, even in stores, children's shirts being sold with the word vote on them. Everyone understands that this is ultimately about turning out the vote. You know, at this point, the the polls show that there's a very small number of undecided voters. Uh, The politics is in our face all day long. We've all largely probably made up our minds. There are some people still trying to sort out, and and those people need a little nudge here and there and some persuasion uh, about the candidates and the issues. But in general, the easiest and best way to maximize the number of votes for the types of candidates that we believe will uphold the, the dignity of life and, and our values as Catholics, is to get those people that already agree with you to the polls. Ask them, and personally ask them, uh, to make a pledge to vote. And, and if we do that as Catholics, uh, and we have record turnout among our churches, I think we'll like the results uh, in November.
1: You know, this is... this is. Uh Uh, a fundraiser right and we are trying to light the catholic community on fire in atlanta and you're you're helping us do that brian we appreciate that folks again we have a matching fund that's available this hour please call in and donate to help keep catholic radio at the foremost and front line for all of those listeners in the greater atlanta area And again, that number is 470-508-1160. We're talking with Brian Birch, who is uh, the president of Catholic Vote. And and Brian, it is uh, remarkable to me how divisive things have gotten, but uh, it it sounds like we might have some more division. We have a candidate for uh, Supreme Court that seems to be uh, really well aligned with Catholic values. What is your thought there?
2: Sure. You're speaking, of course, of Amy Coney Barrett.
1: Absolutely. She's a judge
2: of the the Seventh Circuit. She is uh, one of the most highly qualified uh, and uh, and credentialed uh, judicial candidates in the United States. But the most important thing is she's a mother. She's a mother of seven, uh, two uh, children from Haiti that they adopted, one special needs child, uh, and. For us as Catholics, of course, motherhood is the most precious. It is the top vocation, it is the most beautiful thing beautiful thing, we can possibly imagine to co-participate with God the Creator and bring a child into the womb. Um, and so, yes, she is indeed uh, one of us, as we might say, a, a Catholic who uh, not only believes but lives the truths of, of our Catholic faith, especially when it comes to the sanctity of life. Of course, she's being attacked for this. She's being told that, as a faithful Catholic, that she cannot be trusted to act impartially on the court. You know, two years ago, when she was uh, confirmed by a very small margin to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, she was uh, interrogated in her hearing. Uh, Two Democratic senators attacked her specifically for her faith. They asked questions like, are you a Orthodox Catholic? Or... As one senator from California said, the dogma lives loudly within you, and that's of concern. You know, this these types of probing questions would never be tolerated of any person of faith um, except for Catholics. Justice Ginsburg herself, uh, the recent, uh, uh, you know, the late Justice Ginsburg, uh, regularly cited her Jewish faith as uh, a, a source of, of profound importance to her and helped shape her life. Uh, of course, we would never think to question Justice Ginsburg's Jewish faith. And as Catholics, we don't need to. This is, the, this is the trouble that we're having here with respect to the courts. Too often our courts are viewed as super legislators, that they impose their policy preferences, unfortunately, as some judges have done, and that need not be the case. Judge Barrett has repeatedly said that her personal, her personal faith And her personal views will not influence her decisions, that she will abide by the Constitution as written, the text of the Constitution and the intent of legislators. And that's frankly what we need in our courts. We need judges who will behave in a way that uh, exercises restraint, that will defer to the legislatures and not take from the people questions that ought to be debated and resolved among the people uh, as, as our Constitution intended it to.
1: Well, Brian, we're in a violent agreement there. We, I, I personally don't feel that we should be legislating from the bench. And I think that's what seems to be the direction of some of the politicizing of the Supreme Court, Supreme Court nominees. Um, we've got a pretty interesting debate coming up tomorrow night. And uh what are your thoughts around the vice presidential debate?
0: Before we do that though Brian, oh. let's give that number out one more time. It's 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160 and I want to make sure I say thank you to all those who've given so far for this hour and remember that this hour your ma- your donations being matched. We really want to get that $5,000 match, so call now, 470-508-1160. We say thank you to Madeline B. in Birmingham for becoming our first station guardian of the day, Bob and Steph E. in coming and giving in honor of Matt, Steph L Stephanie L. of Chicago, Catherine B. of Kennesaw, and Hoa T. in Duluth. So thank you for all of our donors so far, and that number to call so you can get on this list is 470-508-1160.
1: Keep it going, gang. We are in a live in the spirit pledge drive. And we're talking with Brian Birch, who is the president of CatholicVote.org. So, Brian, what are you thinking about this vice presidential debate that's coming up tomorrow night?
2: Well, I'm sure some of your listeners thinking, oh, no, another debate. I thought we just had one of those. <laughs> That's
0: literally just uh, what went through my head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, hopefully we'll see tomorrow a little bit better than what we saw last week in terms of the, the candidates not talking past each other and, and the moderator uh, not participating in the debate himself. Uh, so tomorrow night, the, the two vice presidential uh, candidates, uh, Mike Pence, the current vice president, and Kamala Harris, senator from California on the on the Democratic ticket will debate, uh, they will be further separated. They will be sitting down. There will be plexiglass between them so that the COVID fears will be uh, uh, managed. Um, I'm not sure exactly what to expect. I'm thinking, given the, uh, the, the, the issues that both of these candidates are well known for, that we can expect some things to relate to religious liberty and our Catholic values. Uh, Mike Pence, of course, uh, was born Catholic, and he's a a, a very faithful uh, evangelical today, uh, well known for his pro-life views, for his defense of religious liberty, and for his defense of the president's policies on life. Kamala Harris, on the other hand, is known as one of the most pro-abortion candidates uh, in the United States Senate. She specifically, on the issue of religious liberty, and we're talking about judges, uh, interrogated a Catholic judicial nominee for his Membership in the Knights of Columbus. Several years ago, uh, she claimed that his, asked this judicial nominee whether he would renounce his position, his membership in the Knights of Columbus, if he were to be a judge because of this uh, organization's uh, uh, obviously dedication to the truths of the faith. So, in effect, what she was saying is that a faithful Catholic could not, in her opinion, be a judge. Uh, uh, in our federal uh, 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 judicial system. And so I'm hopeful that some of these issues will come up, because I think Catholics need to understand there is a profound difference between these two candidates and these two tickets. Each of them have very different visions about where to take the country, what values undergird the country, and, of course, whether or not they will defend and protect the sanctity of life.
1: Well, Brian, that's... uh, that's Great information, you know October is respect, life, month, and uh, the many parishes are holding special lit- uh, liturgies for the most vulnerable in our society and, and, and it 's up to us to again model that, uh, that behavior of, of protecting those among us that are the the, the, the the most at risk. Brian, I truly appreciate you sharing with uh, all of us in Atlanta. Uh, Catholic vote, and they can, and our listeners can go to CatholicVote dot org if they'd like more information on how to vote Catholic. Uh, there are some uh, resources on the Archdiocesan website in Atlanta as well. So, Brian, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you sharing your insights and your guidance to us, and uh, we wish you the absolute best and and God bless you and this great country that we live in.
2: Take care. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. God bless you all. And everyone, please pledge.
0: Yes, that number to call is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or you can go online to thequestatlanta.com. Thanks so much, Brian.
1: Very nice. Very nice. So Brian, Brian is a very uh, well-respected uh, voice for the, the Catholic vote. And again, you can go to catholicvote.org, but what we'd rather you do at this point in time is call us at 470-508-1160. We have got a matching fund for this hour that we would love to maximize. And there are some really cool little mugs. Quest Atlanta, they're the Quest 1160 AM. Now, um, Annie, where where can we go to get more information or actually to listen wherever we might be to the Quest AM 1160?
0: Yeah, so obviously you can listen on your radio dial, but you can also listen at home. If you have a smart speaker, um, you can listen to the Quest that way as well. It doesn't matter if it's a Google Home or an Amazon Alexa, you can listen on those. Um, you can also listen on our Quest Atlanta app, which is really easy to download. You go to the Apple Store or the Google Play Store and search for Quest Atlanta and then click download. There's all kinds of things in there, like Catholic headlines you can look for, our programs on demand, so you can hear maybe maybe you missed today's Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. You can go and listen to that. Uh, Maybe you missed last week's episode with Father Jim Blunt of Heaven's Light, and you can go listen to that there too. Um, So we've got our local shows and our national shows that are both under programs on demand. And of course, you can always stream us on the website at thequestatlanta.com. So there's all kinds of ways that you can listen to The Quest. We're really trying to make it easy for you to take that Catholic radio resource with you, because we want to be your Atlanta Catholic radio station. And that number to call is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160.
1: We have just spoken with Brian Birch, and he's the president of CatholicVote.org. Interestingly enough, he made a comment regarding uh, the Knights of Columbus. Well, as a fourth-degree knight myself, I challenge anybody out there in our listening group to call in and 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 make a pledge uh, because I think we are going to have uh, Father Michael J. McGinvey beatified here in the next few months and would love to see somebody call in from the Knights of Columbus, get your funds, get it matched. And we have a number of different levels that you can offer. You can be a daily donor of $1 a day and that'll turn into $2 a day which is, uh, over the course of a year, makes a huge difference to us. And we want to make sure that we keep Catholic radio in Atlanta str- just loud and proud because it needs to be that. We are trying to shine a light on on all those Catholics in the greater Atlanta area.
0: Amen. And, you know, if you want to become a member of the St. Gabriel Society, you just need a pledge of $20 a month or more. And, you know, a Mass is said, once a month in our chapel for the intentions of our monthly sustainers. So it's a very amazing thing. We have it every month. Um, and even just before the shutdown, Bishop Ned came and said our mass in our chapel for the Saints Gabriel Society members. So it's a beautiful thing. And, you you know, if you do $25 or more, you get a beautiful Quest mug there. It is a red mug, coffee mug. It's very heavy duty, actually. I was surprised when they came in how really nice they are. And I-
1: it's big enough, to actually, for my I- cup of coffee. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, not just coffee drinkers, a tea drinker too, you know. Um and it's a beautiful mug. So, that number to call is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com.
1: Well, folks, we we're getting very close to the end of our hour, but I uh, just wanted to share a quick story during uh the homily this Sunday. Our our pastor, St. Bridget, Father uh Neil Hurley, he made it made a comment about the moral authority that uh, Mother Teresa or Saint Mother Teresa spoke with when she addressed the UN. And it was really that the society is is measured by how they treat their most vulnerable citizens. And he shared a quote that really stuck with me. And he, he said, a baby or isn't a potential life. It's a life of potential. Think about that. So we are in Respect Life Month. Uh, we are at the Live in Spirit Pledge Drive at Quest Atlanta, AM 1160. We'd love to hear from you. You can call 470 508 1160.
0: Yes, and we really need your help because we want to get that $5,000 match. And we've got about five minutes left in the hour. So you can call on the commercial break. And we just really want to say thank you to Madeline B from Birmingham, Bob and Steph e. Ian Cumming, Stephanie L in Chicago, Catherine B in Kennesaw. Hoa T. in Duluth and Jordan E. We just say thank you, thank you, thank you for being our first donors of the day, you know, for this first hour of our pledge drive. And we're looking for your call now. So 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. And we're going to go to a quick break, but we'll be back with a new host and guest in the studio. So Thanks stay for listening. tuned. Thanks, Matt.